It's before Paul early. And this is the pre-W Smith show on 760 WJR. Here is Jeff Sloan. All right, welcome to the pre-W Smith show this morning on the 4th of July. Happy Independence Day, everybody. Hope you have a great one. All right, now, speaking of things that are hot, NFTs. NFTs, non-fungible tokens, uh, a market that's been really hot, cooled off a little bit recently. We had an opportunity to catch up with Jennifer Zunko. She's based in Traverse City, has started a new business in helping artists digitize their art and create NFTs from it. What does all that mean? Well, we've got Jennifer to tell us. Jennifer, you're helping artists digitize and create NFTs out of their art and this creates some advantages to the artists and to those who buy the art, right? Exactly. When you own a piece of art, you retain the copyright and reproduction rights. NFTs can be attached to all kinds of different things. Art is one thing, and that's, I think, the thing that people are most familiar with. Sure. Now, I get the idea that I want to be able to go to a decentralized source and have full transparent access into tracking the title and tying a digital version of the title to the blockchain allows me to do that. And that becomes that NFT non-fungible token, as it's known. And so I have to ask, though, Jennifer, when it comes to art, you know, many people buy art because they love displaying it. They love enjoying it. They love the experience of having it on the wall and the pride of ownership that goes with that. And so when you talk about art and NFTs, you're talking about a piece of art that exists in the physical world and transferring it, digitizing it, and then tying it to the blockchain, thus making it an NFT. Why do people want to own art that is an NFT? Well, and, it, and we're so early in this. We're in the very pioneering stages of any NFTs. It's been around, you know, for a few years now, but it's still very new to people. And so you're right. The concept is hard to grasp. But in the art world, there's always been a proof of province has always been a challenge. Like, is this really a Monet? Authenticity. Exactly. Provenance. Yeah, all, all of yep. those things. Yep. That's right. Okay, so I'm, I'm with you. So when it comes to collecting art, now we can also tie this into a digital piece. And what's cool about transferring it to a digital piece is there's so much more that can be added to this. So now maybe it's not just the physical piece, your wall, which could be the original or I have now a large digital picture frame that's connected to my crypto wallet. So I can have all of my art rotating through on this digital picture frame on the wall. Is there also a business case, though, if I create an NFT from a particular piece of art, if, uh, let's say, posters are ever made from it or other revenue-generating opportunities associated with the displaying of that art, say, for example... I can track all of those use cases and even track revenues and everything that get derived from the commercialization of that piece of art. And that way, again, I have that accountability. I have that transparency into, you know, the business associated with that piece of art. Exactly. And you will always be able to, even if the ownership changes hands, you can actually build that in to what they call a smart contract, the contract that is on the blockchain, 
and maybe there is a donation made. Every time the ownership changes hands, a percentage could go to that social impact or that initiative. Or it goes back to the original artist, or it goes back to a foundation. Whatever rules you set. Exactly. And that makes for a good business use case. Now, when NFTs first came on the scene, you know, the whole market kind of exploded. But recently, there's been a downturn. All of a sudden, dollars stopped flowing, speculators pulled back. Is this temporary, or do you think this is indicative of where this market is going? What does it mean for people interested in buying art as NFTs? You know, being on the very beginning of this whole project, there's going to be shifts, but it doesn't seem like it's going away. It's definitely going to remain. Will all the monkeys out there <laughs> in the comic, the comic The board, board ape, board ape, board ape uh, yes, and, the board yeah, apes. Exactly. The, right. Can they maintain their strength? And they say that they can because of all the things that they are able to offer. It's like a club. Once you buy a piece of their art, you're in the club. Well, collecting has always been in our genes. You know, I mean, people love the idea of collecting and building out their collection. Maybe that's part of the driver of all this. But I think another is that a lot of people use the, whether it's the Bored Ape or other NFTs as icons, their avatars for the digital world now with the coming metaverse and Web 3.0 and so on. That's another kind of real world application, but maybe out of this world application for NFTs is to use these things as part of your identity. Well, exactly. And, you know, as I mentioned, referring back to community, but it's also just like-minded people so, yeah, if you have a bored ape and someone is on social media and sees that's your icon, they're going to immediately know we have something in common or, or I'm interested or I want to know more about that. And there's an immediate connection there. So all indications say that it's not going away. It, it will shift. There, there will be adjustments. There you have it. Always something new around the corner, right? Well, thank you, Jennifer Zunko. Good luck with your new business. We're headed to a quick break. We'll be right back in a minute on this 4th of July, right here on the Pre-W Smith Show. 